Hey, teacups. This is Ashley. And this is Q, and we're about to spill the tea. Spilling the tea. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Today, we are spilling all the tea so you can make the decision on if the direct sales industry is a right fit for you. Yes. I believe this is a super, super important topic. Oh, absolutely. I agree. I couldn't agree more. I mean, the industry is truly not for everybody. I can fully admit that. I agree. I agree with that. It's not for everyone. Um, it, it does take take a lot of grit. It really does. It takes a lot of motivation and determination. But it also takes asking yourself some questions. To really see important if it's questions. A good, yeah, really important questions to see if the industry is a good fit for you. Um, and it's, and like you said, Q, it's not a good fit for everybody and that's okay. It's totally mm-hmm. okay. But these questions and some of these key points that we're going to hit on today is going to give you a good idea if the industry is good for you. Now, these key points are good if you're not in the industry yet, right. or if you are in the industry already and you're thinking, oh my goodness, is this really something that is for me? Because I think oh, we, all, we all question it sometimes. Somewhere oh, yeah. along our journey, in this journey of direct sales, as with mm-hmm. any, we always question, oh my gosh, am I cut out for this? Do I have what it takes oh, absolutely. to be successful? And I know that I've asked myself that so many times. So Same. we are going to jump right in. Do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Now, the very first thing, in my opinion, is to think about or ask yourself this. Do you have a purpose or a vision that is bigger than any quote unquote nine to five income can create? Right. Okay. So do you have a purpose or a vision that is bigger than the traditional nine to five quote unquote income? Now, this is huge because getting into the industry, you have to have something that's going to push you every single day to work your business. Absolutely. Your vision and your purpose is going to be the driving force that is going to have you either running to work your business every day Mm -hmm. or you pushing it to the side saying, oh, I can do that later. I right, can do it another have, day. Absolutely. If you have no vision, you know, you, you're going to constantly be asking yourself, why am I even doing this? Right. You know? You're not going to yeah. make it, you're not going to make it an importance. It's not going to be a priority. Right. Um, you know, Netflix is going to be more important than oh, yeah. working your business. <laughs> yeah. Binge watching uh, whatever's new and exciting and involves tigers, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, might, it may or may not involve tigers. May or may not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But having a vision or a purpose, no matter how big or how small it is, going into it is something that's super important. And if you're already in the industry, find a vision or a purpose that is going to motivate you to work your business. Yeah, because even being a seasoned, you know, as I like to say, I'm a seasoned direct sales, um, you know, worker sometimes you need to reconnect with that purpose and that why, you know, you, sometimes you lose focus of what your initial passion was or what your initial uh, goal was. So sometimes you absolutely have to reconnect with that vision for sure. 
Absolutely. And, you know, it doesn't matter if your vision is, okay, I just want to put food on my table every week. Mm -hmm. So I want to make an extra $100 a week. Right, right. Or Or in my case, (laughs) in my (laughs) case, I wanted um, to get my nails done. And I just wanted to pay for it as a stay-at-home mom. I didn't want to ask my husband to pay for that. And of course, it's grown. Exactly. Yes. um, I need that cash. Right. (laughs) And I mean, of course, that vision has expanded beyond that. But yeah, a vision is still a vision, everybody. You've got to have one. Yeah. When I first started this business um, a year and a a year ago, almost a year and a half ago, my current business that I'm with, Mm -hmm. my vision was just if I could if I could make that two hundred and fifty dollar payment for my daughter's braces. She needed a lot of ortho work done. She begged to have right. braces because kids were making fun of her teeth and kids are so fucking cruel. Sorry. Oh my Drop God. The F-bomb, Seriously. They we do. Yes, we do. We, we do have the F bombs come out. There are some square words that do mm-hmm. come out on this sometimes. So just be aware. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, But that was my vision at first. If I could make that $250 orthodontic payment every month, right. That would be amazing. Like that yeah. was the driving force and it was connected to my daughter, which right. was huge, which was very powerful for me because if I don't work my business, if I don't make the sales, if I don't do the thing and take action, then we're not going to have that extra money right. for my daughter to get braces on her teeth. And at the time when I started, my husband was a general manager at Domino's. He was making salary okay. and it wasn't very much. So, right. Okay. Um, at the so this time, was truly something that was important to you. And it was this was something... something that was important. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And I knew that me going to get a second job working outside of the house was mm-hmm. not going to be an option because my husband, when he was a general manager, he generally worked nights. It was like he had to be to work at three or four. And I mean, he was working till three or four o'clock in the morning as a manager. Mm -hmm. So getting a, getting a job wasn't going outside of the house and getting a job. Wasn't going to work for our family because my kids had school, right? whole nine yards. It wasn't going to work for us. Plus the restrictions that I had as well after our car accident too. Right. Right. And plus I was going to say, what you would probably make at a part-time job during that time of night, you're going to pay for childcare. You know what I mean? If you don't have that close family unit, if you're only making $400 a week at a part-time job, you're paying that probably and some for late night childcare for sure. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Unless when my daughter was three, I had an amazing family um, that was a a close family friend that watched my daughter. Mm -hmm. But what it was, was I was in the service industry. So I had to drop my daughter off at the babysitter's house and then go pick her up after work, which was at like midnight. Right. And we weren't getting home till one or two o'clock in the morning. And that, I mean, for a three-year-old. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. But as a single mom at the time, I did what I had to do to make things work. Mm -hmm. I was working two jobs. That's just what I had to do. Right. So having a vision and having a purpose for your business is huge. Yeah. You need to have that that driving and force. It doesn't have to be big at first. Like I said, my vision when I first started was if I could make $250 a month to put braces on my daughter's teeth, I was successful. That right. that made me feel that I was successful. Um and then the bigger visions came later. 3 right. months after I kept hitting more goals, 6 months and then eventually it was oh my gosh, 
to my husband, wouldn't it be cool if Mm -hmm. this was our full-time income and you didn't have to work anymore, which a year and a half later, that's where we're at. Right. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) Like it's something I get really emotional about because it's something I never believed was possible. I mean, and it's a true accomplishment. It really is. And, um, and of course, you know, there's a lot of people out there who think that that can't happen with direct sales, but again, I was one of them. Yeah. And that's going to be a whole (laughs) topic, a whole episode. We are going to get into that for you guys. Totally. Yes. So key point one, Do you have a purpose or a vision that is bigger than the nine to five income? That's super, super, super important. Number two, are you ready to work? Yes. Preach Are you ready to put in the work? What we do is work. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a big misconception when people start in the industry is that they don't think it is quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes over Mm -hmm. here, work. Mm -hmm. Well, not only that, it is work work. and people think because it's a, it's a, it's an amazing product and it's something they believe in and they love that it's supposed to sell itself. No, nope, nope. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Not that easy. You've got to sell it sister. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. You have to sell it sister. And that goes back to my, uh, to my saying, you know, you, you have to believe in it and you have to take initiative and this business is easy when you work hard. That is my motto. I preach it to my entire enterprise. The work is easy if you work hard. Totally. Yes. Yes. What we do is work. So are you ready to work? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to, and I don't mean hard labor right. work. I mean, are you ready to every single day for a minimum of an hour a day? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to shut the TV off? Right. Um, make those time sacrifices, things that aren't income producing activities, which we'll get into that in another episode, yes. what that means. Yes. But um, are you ready to at least work a minimum one hour a day? Because right. when you join a company, I think a lot of times people join and then they get added to their training groups or they get added to, you know, team chats and stuff. And they're like, holy shit, Mm -hmm. this, there's work behind this. Like, what do you mean? I don't just, I don't just pop on social media and sell something. What do you mean? There's a formula to to posting. (laughs) Yeah. What do you mean? There's an algorithm like, oh yeah, yeah, you have to be ready to work what we do is work. And I would never, I say this to everybody all the time. And I say this to, I've said this to you before. I say this to the ladies amongst our enterprise is I would never discredit the work that I do or anybody amongst our team does and tell anybody that this industry is easy. Yes. I 100% agree. Mm -hmm. So key point two, are you ready to put in the work? It takes at least a minimum one hour a day. And I don't know about you, but starting out and putting an hour a day into something that could potentially bring you everything that you you wanted or bring that extra income in or pay yeah. for your kids braces, pay for your kids sports. Mm-hmm. Sports are expensive. And when you oh. have more than one child participating or wanting to participate in sports. Yes. That's a lot, especially as they get older. So 100% um, the traveling, the dance competitions, the uniforms, the, it can be real pricey. Absolutely. All of it. So if I knew that I could work a minimum one hour a day and be dedicated to that hour, you know, say, okay, from 
eight o'clock at night to nine o'clock at night after the kids go to bed, which by the way, my kids do not go to bed at eight o'clock at night. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out Same. there as a time blocking thing. Yep. My children are never in bed at eight. So if you're over there saying, oh my gosh, girl, what are you talking about? Eight o'clock at night. I, <laughs> Mr. Friend, I understand you because mine are not either. Nope. That's just the <laughs> beginning. Just, this is just a <laughs> just a time, right? Okay? That's the beginning um, of the beginning of getting ready for bed, like eight yes, o'clock. <laughs> yes, and then maybe by midnight they're sleeping. Right, if you're lucky. If you're lucky. If you're lucky, yes. If you're lucky, especially nowadays, it's like oh. routines and schedules are just thrown out the window. Like, what day is it? What time is it? We're recording this, you guys, at one fifty-five in the morning. So, <laughs> what, when is it right now? You know. <laughs> and I think an hour ago it was okay. Q, I should be ready in a few because I am. I'm reading my youngest a bedtime story and she will go to sleep. <laughs> so midnight, right. we totally get it. Yep. We totally get it. We are real life people, yes. real life moms mm-hmm. over here doing the thing. Um, but if you could potentially put an hour a day into working and you knew that, oh my gosh, this hour a day, mm-hmm. and this kind of goes back to our first key point, this hour a day that I am working, that right. you're actually working, you could be able to help your kid go to summer camp or help your kid go to dance lessons mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever your child likes to do, sports, baseball, right. my son plays travel baseball. That's expensive. Like my daughter does dance. My other daughter does Girl Scouts. All these things add up. Oh, yeah. And you don't want to take those things from your kids. So, right. And just that sense of accomplishment when you do do these things for your kids and they enjoy them so much, you know, you just feel yeah. accomplished as a parent. I'm sure all my fellow parents out there can relate. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so that's a huge, you know, and especially even when it comes to like, you know, we're, we are changing seasons right now our kids are going to need all new wardrobe yes how amazing is that that you can say okay I worked I put in the work for my business I don't have to worry about taking that out of my budget from my you know my income that I made this week from my nine to five I can I have this extra money from my business Mm -hmm. that's going to pay for my kids summer wardrobe like how amazing is that you know oh yeah um you don't have to choose between do I pay the electric bill this month or if I or do I get the kids you know summer clothes so a minimum of an hour a day could do that for you yeah exactly exactly Mm -hmm. um are you ready to do work and that needs to be like focused work too yes which we get in another topic Mm -hmm. another day but that is what is super important are you ready to do the work Mm mm-hmm that's key point two. Number three. Number three. This one is a huge one. This is a huge one. Oh, here we go, y'all. <clears throat> get the tea hot. Are you? <laughs> yes, get it piping hot because this is a huge one. Because this is one that I feel can make or break your success yes. in a business. Are you coachable? And can you take constructive criticism and guidance from your leaders? Yes. Mm, preach it girl preach it (laughs) this is a huge one because if you get offended very easily or defensive very easily or very defensive correct or defensive if you get very defensive easily if you get offended easily if you don't like if you can't take constructive criticism if you're uncoachable there is no way in hell you're going to make it in this business 100 percent if you just That's bang your head against the wall. Oh, yeah. Villain. Oh, absolutely. 100% honesty. Um, honesty. If you. Oh, my gosh. Honesty. 
Honesty. Honesty. Ah, look what we just did, you guys. Um. <laughs> oh, yes. We got to, I got to write that down. Yes, because write it down. Jot it down. Jot it down. We need to use that, girl. Um, it is the honesty, you guys. Really, it is because if you, and, and we'll, this is a whole podcast episode in itself. It this really topic. is. It is. So we're just going to sample the tea right now on that. If you, are, we're at Tivana right now. Exactly. We're at Tivana. We're sampling. If you are doing something, you know, even if you're working a nine to five job and you get coached or, you know, you have a little bit of a meeting with your sponsor, your coach, your boss, your manager, and they give you some key points of things that you can implement to increase your value, increase your revenue. And you say, okay, thanks. And then you go and do the same thing. You know, you're stuck on that hamster wheel. You got to get off yeah. of that hamster wheel and jump on the slide for a minute. Jump on the swings for a second, you know, you um, have, have to, to be coachable. Yes. You have to trust that what your sponsor or your leaders are telling mm-hmm. you is for your best interest. It is for the greater good of all. Absolutely. Don't try to reinvent the wheel because they've, they've no. been there. I mean, right. they know how the wheel turns and... You know, you can, you don't have to reinvent it. Don't stick a stick. In your, it. yes, your leaders have your best interests at heart because your success is ultimately their success as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So they were never, they are never going to guide you down a, you know, dark alley and throw you down there. You know, 100% agree. Your leaders, if they offer you constructive criticism, if they offer you some suggestions, if they recommend things for you to try, Don't get offensive about it. I think this is huge because this is the one thing that helped me in my business. Yeah. The one thing that really helped me is when I went into this business, um, the company that we're with now, when I went into it, I said, okay, I'm going into this with the best mindset because I had done a lot of mindset work previously. I'm big on business mindset, Mm -hmm. huge on mindset. Um, And I said I was going to go into it and I was going to take advice of leaders, of the people who've been doing it and who know, and I was going to take every little piece of information or improvement that they told me I could use, infuse it into my business, and now look at- I agree. You definitely have to be coachable. Um, If you can't- take constructive criticism, um, and apply it, I mean, you're not going to get far in any business, even a nine to five job, you know? Absolutely not. No. So, um, being coachable, being able to take constructive criticism Mm -hmm. and guidance without being defensive or offended, your leaders want you to be successful. Ultimately your success is your leader's success too. So trust them. You have to trust them. 100% agree. If you don't trust the person who is giving you guidance and support, you may have signed up under the wrong person, which is a whole mm. other topic for another yeah. day, mm-hmm. but you have to be able to trust your, your leaders. Um, they're your mentors. They're your coach. They're there to help you guide you along the way in your new journey. And so you can duplicate basically what they did, putting your own magic flair on it too. Yeah. Um, yeah. The direct sales industry is all about, you know, duplication and being duplicatable. Um, Mm -hmm. Your leader, like I said before, is not going to throw you into a dark alley and say, here, go, go, figure out, figure it out. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, they're going to help be there to support you and guide you. But you have to be able to take that constructive criticism without, you know, getting defensive or offended or 
putting your guard up and, you know, throwing everything out the window and thinking that Absolutely. they're out to attack you or get you. Cause right. that's not it at all. Right. Your leaders yeah. want, want what is best for you. 100% agree. So let's move on to key point number four. This number is four. number four. This kind of goes with number three. Like they flow into each other really well. Okay. You have to have a good attitude. Yes. Positive absolutely. mindset, a good attitude. This mm-hmm. business, when you're an entrepreneur, whether you're in the direct sales industry or not, if you are a boutique owner, you are a brick and mortar store, whatever it is. Right. Mindset is 80% of the success in the business. You have to have a good mindset. I you 100% have, agree. You have to be able to come up with creative solutions to solve problems. Yes. Everybody's going to have crappy sales days. Oh, yeah. Everybody's Mm going to feel like, oh, my gosh, that didn't go as planned. Mm -hmm. I had, I went live to do a demo on something or to talk to people. Nobody showed up to my live. Okay, what's a creative solution to that? Could we change Mm -hmm. the time of day we went live? Could we the day we went a little live. bit better? Right. The day we mm-hmm. went live. So many things. You have to have a good mindset in order to navigate through this business. Your mindset is what is going to make you or break you in this business. And I 100% agree with that. And um, that goes back to something that I say quite a lot is you, we're all going to have bad days and it's okay to vent about it, but after you vent about it, after you vent about it, come up with those creative solutions. You could go into it like, oh, I only had three people on my live and nobody bought anything and blah, blah, blah. And it's so awful. Or you could say, you know what? I had three people on my live today. I didn't really sell anything, but guess what? I got three new followers and I'm going to follow up with them tomorrow and thank them for joining me on that live. You have to find those creative solutions and be thankful for what happened or what you got in that out of that that out of that situation and take it as a learning experience and implement some different things, different strategies. Again, those creative solutions for sure. Absolutely. I am a personal development junkie. I Mm -hmm. believe in the power of personal development. And if you are brand new to personal development, if you need a shift in your mindset, or if you need to um, build up your confidence a little bit more, because I think that our mindset also has to do with lack of self-confidence too sometimes. I can agree with that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So one of my favorite books for um, beginning out with doing personal development is you are a badass. I recommend it to a lot of the ladies on our team to Mm -hmm. start out with that book. Um, I can't remember who the author is, but it is you are a badass. And it's an amazing, amazing book that I highly recommend for anybody who is getting into personal development and personal growth and anybody who I've recommended it to, they've said, Oh my gosh, I loved it. That was an amazing, amazing starter book for me. And it has helped me Mm -hmm. get over myself and really feel confident and just go for it. So positive mindset, good attitude. You have to be able to pivot. Um, We're all going to have those bad days. We're all going to be like, oh my gosh, I suck. Like, I feel like I suck today. Um, We have to be able to pivot from that and say, you know what? I may suck today, but that doesn't mean that I always suck. That I suck you know, at life, right? That I suck yeah. at life. I just suck today a little bit, and that's right. okay. Tomorrow, I'm going to show up, and I'm going to come back, 
and I'm going to be a badass tomorrow and I'm going to do it again and try it again. Absolutely. You have to have a good attitude. You have to be able to pivot. Now, last but not least, number five. Yes. Number five. (laughs) This is huge, 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 huge. And I feel it was so hard for me to put these of importance of which one is most important because yeah, every They're single one, yes, every single one. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this one is so super important. Um, mm-hmm. But this one is a big, huge one. Number five, you have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone. Yes. That is something that I had to learn so much because just really quick, like with my first direct sales and even my second guys spilling the tea, I can be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Is... Honest tea. Coming <laughs> yes. Out. Honest tea coming out. This is where I am now is my third direct sales venture. And it is by far been my best venture. Um, my first venture was just for the discount. It really just was for me. And if I could sell something great, the second venture, my heart wasn't truly in it, but I did, I, I will say I half-assed it. You know what I mean? And yeah. by that, I I didn't make myself uncomfortable. I wasn't doing those lives. I wasn't reaching out and doing those follow-ups. I wasn't offering the business opportunity. So I 100% agree with where we're going with this. Yes. You have to be able to step out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. This is an industry that helps build women's self-confidence. Right. If there is anything outside of money or outside of anything else, I have grown so much fearless, unshakable confidence through my direct sales journey. Mm -hmm. I used to be somebody who hated their picture taken, hated it. Yeah. Never took selfies, never took pictures like with my kids. Mm -hmm. I never liked to take pictures. So when I started my journey in the, in the makeup industry, I was like, well, shit, what the heck am I going to do? Yeah, because makeup, you got to put it on your face. You got to put it out there. (laughs) But I was willing to get out of my comfort zone because I was like, okay, this is going to be a huge step out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But in order to sell makeup or sell anything, you have to take that step out of your comfort zone and you have to put yourself out there. Right. You cannot be successful in this, um, in this, industry, unless you're willing to put yourself out there a little bit. And I'm not saying you need to go and, and spill all the tea about yourself. Right. And not saying you need to cold message anybody guys, that episode is coming. We're not telling you to do that. Do not do that. (laughs) We are telling you to step out of your comfort zone, let people into your world a little bit. Yeah. Show up authentically, Mm -hmm. speak from your heart and create your own fucking magic. 100% agree. To build agree. your confidence and to step out of your comfort zone. The first time is always the scariest. It's scary. I'm not going to lie. It's scary it is. to step out of your comfort zone. So scary. It is. Because most of us fear rejection. You yeah. Know, and we want to avoid that rejection. Or what is what is this person going to think about me? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because we're, you know, we're opening ourselves up. And when you put yourself out there, you, you're opening yourself up to different, you know, different criticism or mm-hmm. different people 
saying things about you. I know that when I started getting out of my comfort zone and when I started my um, direct sales journey in the makeup industry, a lot Mm -hmm. of people, oh, Ashley thinks she's better than everyone else. Right. One of the biggest things, there was an article or something about this that somebody shared and it was somebody a part of our family shared this who said people who post selfies of themselves it's a narcissistic trait or something like that. I don't know if you've seen that before. No. You've seen that article? I have not. I have to find it and send it to you. And I was very hurt by that because at the time I was hurt because I had a lot of healing and my self-confidence to do, but I was like, I'm just trying to empower other women. Like, I'm just trying to feel confident in my own skin. I'm just trying to get out of my comfort zone and build a business for myself And then here, and I'm not saying that that was something that was directed towards me because I don't take things personal, but when you are doing that, you know, when you know that you're posting selfies of yourself and putting yourself out there, you're going to feel like that's directed to to anybody who's doing it. Right. Yes. And you're just like, well, what the hell? Like, this is how you feel about people. You feel that Mm -hmm. people have a narcissistic trait because they post selfies on the internet. That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that you're full of yourself. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that. It means that you're willing to step out of your comfort zone and you're willing to empower other women. And, you and how are... about just exuding confidence? Why yes. can't you exude confidence without being persecuted? Yeah. You know, that shows that that person has a lack, in my opinion, you guys, that person has a lack of self-confidence and there's some some deep-seated thing that they need to address yes. um, within their own life journey. And to me, you can exude confidence and be proud of who you are you know what I mean like there's nothing wrong with that how is that narcissism I don't I, think so at I all. don't know we're gonna have to we're gonna have to look into that article I'm gonna have yes. to send it to you because you guys I, let, let us I know if you guys it. want that to be an episode like yeah, yeah I need to know because I think that that's what a lot of people think too is they're like I'm really afraid to put myself out there because yeah I'm not confident taking photos of myself I was mm-hmm. never confident taking photos of myself either I mm-hmm. took you guys I YouTube like how to take a good selfie good selfie oh there's angles. selfie coaches out there, <laughs> there right is now. I follow one and she's amazing yeah um, there's selfie coaches there out there. get is. your perfect selfie yes <laughs> and yes this is a this is an industry that unlike no other, it helps women build self-confidence. And one thing that I've noticed from doing our business over the last year is I noticed how each and every one of the ladies on within our enterprise have grown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much self-confidence that they have in themselves. They're getting out of their comfort zone. They're making new friends. They're sharing themselves and they're having right. the time of their lives. And they are always yeah. so forever grateful for me believing in them so much. Right. It's a ripple effect because you throw a pebble into the water, it ripples. So you, you are the pebble pebble and you're exuding that confidence and it ripples out to your organization. You know, when you, when you have, again, guys, that's a topic for another day. I know we keep telling you that there's so many topics, (laughs) you guys, we're going to cover a lot. Trust me. We are just that ripple effect. When you have that core, you know, and that sponsor and connecting with them that way, I mean, you're going to feel that. And you totally exude that on all of us. You totally do. Ah, you're so sweet. And I appreciate that. It's something that I hold very near and dear to my heart because I, I fully believe that as a leader, you have to go first. Yes. You have to go first. 
I would never, I would never ask anybody within our enterprise to do anything that I would, was not willing to do myself. Right. I I agree. Always challenge. I always do these little challenges with our team and say, I challenge you to do one thing to step out of your comfort zone today. Right. What is Mm -hmm. one thing that you could share or that you could do to step out of your comfort zone today and grow? Because if we're not stepping out of our comfort zone, we're not growing. We're staying stagnant. And that's not the purpose. The purpose is never to stay stagnant. The purpose is to grow. The purpose is to flourish. And the Mm -hmm. purpose is to build a beautiful life by design, no matter how that looks like to you. And you can't do that in comfort zones. You got to create your own magic, guys. You have to create your own magic and you have to get out of your comfort zone. And nobody can... Your leaders and your coaches can help you with that. We can help give you the push and Mm -hmm. we can believe in you. But ultimately, you have to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, this is never going to work. You being able to do build a business or anything, it's never going to work unless you believe in yourself. I can believe in you all day long. But the answer is, do you believe in you? Yeah. Are you, you know, you can build confidence. I didn't always have the confidence that I do now. I blow myself away all the time when I look back years ago and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much Mm -hmm. I have grown just Mm -hmm. from stepping out of my comfort zone. Right. So that is huge. And in this industry, you are going to be challenged by leaders and by everybody pretty much in the industry, no matter what, Mm -hmm. um, no matter what part of the industry you decide to be a part of, you're going to be challenged to step out of your comfort zone. Rather, if you decide to join a health and fitness company, you're going to be challenged to get out of your comfort zone by sharing before and after photos of yourself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Sharing your journey a little bit because you're not Mm -hmm. going to be successful and you're not going to be able to sell the thing unless people trust you. The like, no and trust factor. Um, And that's another topic. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're like, guys, we've got all these like, topics. Just stay tuned. We're making Listen, notes. We're, we just, we're just giving you ideas of what's to come to keep you guys excited. Yes, that's sample tea. <laughs> yes, that's sample tea. So no matter what industry or no matter what part of this industry you're in, you're going to have to step out of that comfort zone. If it's in the makeup industry, you're going to have to get comfortable with taking selfies. If you are in pretty much any industry or any part of the industry. Now you are going to want to utilize live video on social media. Yes. If yes. you do not want to do live videos on social media and you are unwilling to step into that realm, mm-hmm. don't even bother getting into the industry right. because you're going to be challenged to do those yes. things. Absolutely. Um, and that's coming up you guys on the next is. podcast. We're going to dig is. into that really deep, Yes, really deep, but um, you have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone. And honestly, You can't get upset when somebody asks you to get out of your comfort zone either, because as leaders, Mm -hmm. we are all trying to help you get out of your comfort zone and help you grow and help you flourish. Right. So when you go into the direct sales industry, you have to have an open mindset and you have to trust your leaders Mm -hmm. and you have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone. Baby steps at first. Baby steps right. at first. <laughs> right. I would never ask anybody to go, you know, jump out of a plane because I wouldn't do that myself. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that. No. But I open myself up. Um, I do live, you know, video feeds, yeah. doing other things other than what is in the industry that I do. Mm-hmm. So that's a step out of my comfort zone. So I suggest to people within our enterprise to do that too, you know, step out of your comfort zone, go live, share your magic that you have to share with the world 
share right. it because the world needs your magic. But if you stay in your comfort zone, we're not going to get the magic that we need from you. Exactly. So number five, you have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone. So we're going to recap these really quickly. Yes, please. Number one, do you have a purpose or a vision that is bigger than your nine to five income or any mm-hmm. nine to five income? Cause the direct sales industry really is targeted to stay at home moms. Did you know that? I did. Statistically. I did. Yes. Mm-hmm. So do you have a purpose or a vision that is bigger than the nine to five income or single family income? Yes. Single Perfect family income. We yes. could say that because I was a stay at home mom before this and, um, Same. you know, we were living off of one income and I was mm-hmm. like, there's no way we could do all the things that we want to do on just one <laughs> income. So, right. That is perfect for number one. Number two, you're ready and committed to put in the work because what we do is work. We do work. Mm -hmm. It's (laughs) easy when you work work hard. Yes, we do work. (laughs) Number three, are you coachable and can you take constructive criticism and guidance from your leaders and mentors? Mm -hmm. Number four, are you willing to have a good attitude? Your mindset is 80% of your success in the business. Yes. And you come up with creative solutions to problems. Yes. Can you come up to creative? Can you come up with creative solutions to problems instead of always venting and complaining and making excuses? And last but not least, number five, are you willing to step out of your comfort zone and grow and flourish to create your life by design? I think we did really well covering these today. What do you think? I think it went really, really well. And guys, um, thank you so much for being yes, here. Thank and... you so, so much for listening. Um, if you guys have any takeaways that you took away from this, please drop them in the comments. Let us know. Give us some feedback. Um, and also let us know what some topics are that you would like us to yeah. touch on. Shoot too. us an email, guys. We um, are direct sales tea at gmail.com. That's direct sales tea at gmail.com. Um, so I think that's it. We're going to, we're going to wrap it up. Yep. We're going to put the tea away for another day, guys. Thank you again for being here and we will, uh, see you for tea time next time. Yes. Bye. Bye guys.